Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin. Uh, boys, the the enthusiasm is palpable this week in our in our pre production meeting. We're just a, we're just three guys who are excited to do radio, and I don't know about the rest of the world, but uh, but we're doing what we always do, boys. In that we're selling products, we're doing radio. Uh, Piper, tell us about our sponsors, our business partners. Yes. I feel like sponsorship sounds very mercenary and business partnership makes it sound like we're actually offering them something in return for cash, which you know I, what it's I, a, I hope, it's a relationship. I hope is the case. Yeah. It's not religion, it's a relationship. It's a dance we're doing together. Yeah, I had I, I had a guy hit me up on Facebook uh speaking of that, and it was just a message out of the blue. I don't know this guy, and he was like the first sentence was, I want to start a partnership with you. And I was like, Ooh. this sounds like a very strong come on, like like uh-huh. drunk like drunk guy <laughs> at a bar level, or I guess drunk right. girl at a bar, depending on which way you swing. Come here often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, was, it was very uncomfortable. I didn't reply, and I don't know if I will because I feel like maybe – Piper, maybe can I lean into that for a second? What, what kind of relationship did he want to start? What, what is he trying to sell? Uh, you know, I'd have to go read the rest. I stopped after I want to start a partnership. Um, yeah. Would you like me to look it up and find out? Yeah, dude. See if it could be lucrative for us. Maybe it would Maybe it would rain money on the program, in oh, which case I'm all for it. You know, I'm going to go ahead and guess that's not the case, but uh, <laughs> but looking now. I bet. Let's, uh, let's, let's say what we think it is. I bet he has a super crappy book to promote. You know, there's, there's a this strong possibility for that. Also, Facebook isn't working right now and won't load, so that's fun. Um, also, in spite of the fact that we've never ever in the history of our program had a guest, I bet he wants to be a guest on the. On oh, the program. I get six of those requests a week. Where yeah, publicists especially are like, I have somebody who your audience would love to hear from. I'm like, our audience would love to hear from us. That's why they listen. If they would love to hear <laughs> from somebody true. else, they would have listened to a different podcast. Um, uh, well said. Well said. Let's see. Uh, dun dun dun. New partnership with you, using education and experience to reach the next generation with the gospel. This sounds like a setup for a book. A book, yep. Uh, he's joining an organization who I've actually done some speaking for. It's a, it's a kind of an apologetics group. Um, and then he just asked me to check out a landing page and offer support. So I don't know if that's money support or what, but it's a partnership that involves me doing things, and I'm not sure what I'm getting out of it. So yeah, that's a hard no. Then yeah, I feel like I feel like we should offer something better to our partners. In which case, I should probably talk about them. Um, our first partner slash sponsor is the Gospel Project. Um, Gospel Project is church Bible study curriculum um, for all ages, kids, students, adults. Their offer for you, Happy Right listeners, is a free ebook as well as, um, let's see, how many? Four free sessions of their Bible study. So if you go to gospelproject.com slash happy rant, you can download all of that for free there. There's no like give them your credit card and pay later for anything. It's just free. Um, and so you can check it out, see how it might work for you and your church um, or just benefit from using it. They have short-term stuff, long-term stuff, so you can use it in a small group setting, an ongoing more Sunday school setting. Their kids' material is great. It's what we use at Emmanuel Nashville where I am. It's also what Ronnie's church uses there in Ohio. So, uh, yeah, check that out. Go to gospelproject.com slash happy rant. Get your free sessions, your free ebook, uh, and then also just explore the site and see what they offer for the church as a whole. 
Our second partner slash sponsor is Dwell Bible App. So it's an audio Bible app. They have been with us for several months now. You're probably quite familiar with them. Um, if you go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant, they have a special offer of a 33% discount for listeners. But uh, it's just a full service audio Bible app with multiple readers, multiple plans. Uh, you can kind of curate the Bible reading experience to what suits you to your study needs, memorization needs, listening needs. Um, yeah, so it's it's a it's kind of a full service a full service Bible app. So go to dwellapp.io slash happy rant, get your discount. It's less than two dollars a month, so very affordable. And uh now that we have all of this additional time to use for all sorts of things we've never done before, listening to the Bible might be a good idea. Dwell's been a good a good partner to us, Pipe. I feel like we're like common law married to Dwell now. We're not even <laughs> we've we we've surpassed partner, you know? Yeah, what you, what where does where's the threshold for common law married? I don't know, man. I feel like it's a few years. So maybe we're not quite there with Dwell yet, but we need to we need I, to keep I want to know when I, I want to know how this works in terms of uh A polygamy and B uh ta- tax <laughs> benefits. Yeah, that's true. It, the Dwell guys are going to want to like hop onto our insurance and stuff at some point, so it could get complicated. Yeah, they are but, they're uh, small business guys, which means they their insurance options are probably not great and they could probably benefit from something like you know, whatever the amazing benefits that the Christian higher education world offers you. Dude, they are unbelievable. They really are. I mean, don't don't even get me started on how good the benefits are in Christian higher ed pipe. <laughs> okay, I, I mean, won't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't, that, that would be great radio, but we don't want to go there. Um, you know what's another benefit of hosting this program, boys? Is our unique partnership with Redbud Coffee. Uh, they are hipsters. They roast coffee. They're somewhere in Illinois. Uh, the packaging is great. The coffee is great. We think you should drink Redbud coffee like us. Uh, visit redbudcoffee.com. Use the promo code HAPPYRANT at checkout, and you will begin enjoying uh, the most enjoyable coffee uh, you've ever had. Uh, boys, speaking of enjoyment, uh, our lives, by and large now, are lived on Zoom. Um, I feel like we were only a few weeks, like a month into the whole Zoom taking over the world thing. But already certain Zoom personas have gotten tiresome and certain Zoom trends have come and gone, uh, like the show we tried to start on Zoom. Um, what's our what are, what are our favorite and least favorite Zoom meeting personas? And I, I bet Ronald, I bet Ron <laughs> does more Zooming than anybody on this program combined. So, Ronald, do you, have you have you done enough of these to have least favorite Zoom meeting personas? What do you mean like person like are you talking about a Zoom meeting or like? <laughs> Like me on the Zoom meeting. Well, you- like, okay, so I'll, I'll get us started. Like, I, I do a good number of Zoomers for school, like administrative meetings and department things. And there's always, like, creative background guy. And I feel like oh, that, yeah. had, that uh-huh. had, like, a week and a half shelf life. And, like, nobody's doing that anymore. But there was, the, there was the guy that, like, always put himself in space or in, like, you know, England or <laughs> whatever. So You're a Dunder, creative- at Dunder Mifflin. That was a, that yeah, was a big yeah, hit yeah, for yeah. a while. Absolutely. So that that creative background guy is coming gone. Also, we have like weird meeting flex guy where he wants to show how good he's doing with COVID-19 by like kind of doubling down on bragging and flexing all over the place. Uh, that's a that's a least favorite persona of mine uh, here in the academy. Uh, I don't know. What, what is it looking like for you guys in, in Zoom personas? 
Ronnie, I want you to go first because I've talked a lot already. This is a scintillating radio topic, you guys. It is. A, this is unbelievable, unbelievable well, so, radio entertainment. Listeners, a little peek behind the curtain. 27 minutes ago, Ted sent a text and said, what are we talking about on this thing? <laughs> to which Ronnie said, good question. And that was his sole contribution to what are we talking about on this thing, which is to say he's not super excited great. about this. It's what yeah. makes us great. It really is. Baby, this is the magic of what we do. This is why everybody wants to partner with us. Everybody wants to be in a partnership with this program. This is stuff Uh, that makes me wonder why publicists send us guests that would be just perfect for our audience. It's maybe because they listen to it and they're like, literally anything works on this S show. Literally, there's nothing to talk about. Piper, you know know what we need to do? We need to do like a month where we just bring on all these BS guests. (laughs) And be oh. like, you know what, publicist, we would like to have your leading health expert on our on our stupid radio program and see how it goes. My favorite was know. my favorite was when uh, Joel Osteen's wife's publicist hit us up like two years ago because she had a book coming out. I forgot about that pipe. That's unbelievable. Yes. Let's we- get Mrs. Osteen on now. Like, like. <laughs> Let's reach back out and be like, hey, your book's two years old. You've probably done six more since then, but we're we're ready. Also, our program is ready. Wondering why this virus happened. Apparently, we weren't positive enough. Like, where did we go wrong? Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I want to know how Joel is, like, crushing this virus. Uh, what is how, do you, how do you think Joel would be on a Zoom? That's what I was going to ask. What's his Zoom oh, persona? Dude. Well, very dressed up. Always, Always on brand, right? So Joel wouldn't be like... He wouldn't be rocking a ball cap and a t-shirt. Like he's a he's suited up. The teeth are gleaming. The hair is shellacked. You, you think um, he's suited up? Because I would have gone like Lacoste polo shirt. Uh, you know, ooh. on a patio somewhere. On a patio, conveying like all of his wealth. So like it's a really nice patio. Yes, with one of those like outdoor, uh, like kitchens that are built in. You know what I mean? Outdoor kitchen pool. Zero entry, like like that kind of deal. For I don't for, know, T. I think he might be baseball cap guy in a Zoom, just to show that he's one of the one of the uh, one, one of, of the, the common uh, folks. One of yeah, the common yeah. folks, you know. Okay, but, but it's a very specific kind of baseball cap. It's like the low profile one with, <laughs> and it's still like a fashion brand. Is it like a dad like, hat? It'll be like Patagonia, or it, 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 well, that's a little rugged for him. I would think more like a sailing brand. Okay, interesting. Subtext: I was in like America's Cup two years ago with my yacht. Yeah, uh, like I spon- yeah. I don't. I don't do the yachting. I sponsor the yacht. Yeah. How do you think Joel would be on the yacht? What like would he be cranking that thing that they always crank? You know what I mean? Yeah. That they do it real yeah. fast. He'd, you'd be like shocked because you first you'd see like you'd see his like abs and you'd be like, yeah. oh, this is a guy that like in his spare time. Like all he does is study yachting and he knows all kinds of stuff. And he'd be like factoiding you like the yeah. whole time. Telling you all about the history of yachting and why this particular yacht, like, is you know, you know, the, the qualities of his particular. Yacht. I mean, you can just hear it. Why it's <laughs> called like a jib, you know. Um, boys, I want to be a yachtsman real bad. Like that's my like secret dream. I want to be a wharf guy. Do you not wanna... have a yacht yet? Big <laughs> I do. I don't yet. But I want to. I want to wear a thick like cable knit sweater and like lash a boat to a to a a wharf. You know what I mean? I just feel like that'd be a real cool lifestyle. Lash a boat to a wharf. Yeah, dude. Like, be I that guy. Think you know I think when I woke mean? up this morning, I was going to hear that line. But I mean, Okay, was... so which version? Do you want to be like the like the the 
burnt tan kind of scraggly hair like lives on the water guy or like the the guy who owns the boat that that guy works for pipe that is big t minus like <laughs> like the tan it's currently big t right now but oh, i want yeah, him yeah. to flesh this out i want to know like does ted want to be sort of like salty fishy smelling uh tank top guy who's constantly like every time the rich guy shows up you're like got it ready for you sir kind of the are you that guy no i don't want to work for the rich guy i think i want to be the rich guy probably but i i I just like here's what i like i like the sense of freedom that being on the water affords i like the the limitlessness of it you know what i mean like just sailing off into the horizon and it's peaceful it's quiet um i like the old kind of wooden sailboats I don't want any of this new school Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> nonsense. I want an old like wooden boat with a, with a little – here's what I like. Like a little below deck situation where you've got some 1983 bookshelves down there and a couple of books. <laughs> you got a little like lantern. You got a little like na- navigation thing that throws off a little bit of low light. Um, I'm all about that like below deck. Like, scenario. dude, you've just described something totally attainable. <laughs> totally. It's so okay. attainable, baby. <laughs> You didn't so describe a yacht. You just described what everybody else calls a boat. A sailboat. Yeah. That's what I think I want. Like a little a little wooden sailboat with like though a little below deck where, where me and KK can can spend the night. You know what I mean? Like enough like enough room for two people. Little galley kitchen, maybe. Big T, like buy that thing tomorrow, man. Like I don't well, know. Dude, what the I, I could, but they're like a money pit. You know what I mean? So there's the there's like the sticker price of those things. Boat, but then you're boats just, are not Dave Ramsey approved. No, they're not, dude. Yeah, well, you're throwing money. Say, at you know, the two best days of my life are the day I bought my boat and the day I sold it. Right? <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. I don't know, though, man. There's some romance there for me. Have you never wanted to be a wharf guy, Ronald? Well, uh, I mean, here's so here's the deal. Like growing up, my dad owned a couple of boats, boys. Whoa, wow. Yeah. Your pops. I mean, nothing. They were just primarily for like going to what was called the river. And okay. like going like, you know, like doing like water skiing and like fun stuff. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. But Dude, um, you had like a Chris craft, like a speedboat kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it was like something. Yeah. It wasn't a speedboat. It was like yeah. it was like a couple notches. Like it yeah. was more of like a family boat that could go fast enough to get somebody. Up gotcha. 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 Yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, it was it was that it was that kind of a thing because, you know, Pops was a Pops was a Navy man. So we had to have his boat. Dude, you know? That's right. He was a Navy uh, man. That's did he fast. make you like salute him before boarding and call him like I, I captain and all that stuff? No, uh, man. I mean, it wasn't sound of music. I mean, he wasn't. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, he didn't have he, the he whistle. Like, oh, the whistle and line captain up. Captain Trap. Yeah, <laughs> was that guy was the funny. man you'd ever, ever meet in your life. But uh, yeah, yeah but, no, we had the boat. We had a little bit of the boating experience. But again, the guy would buy a boat and then. Two years later, sold it. I mean, it was like he was dude. Like the- so, I've actually looked at these like boat boat sales websites, and um, you can get a cheap I, boat, Big T. You dude, you can. You can totally get a cheap boat. I mean, a few thousand. Here's what I'm looking for, Ronald. And yeah. this is where it gets serious. Okay, this is where oh, like I, I've never thought it wasn't. We're not messing around <laughs> anymore. It's I feel just- like it would be within the realm of possibility to bring one of these boat dealers on as a sponsor and, and get us a, get oh, us a sailboat. Absolutely. Yeah. Get man. us as a program, a sailboat, uh, that we all share. Uh, but maybe I'm the, maybe I'm the primary on it. I don't know. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Can you guys but, buy me out of my share, please? <laughs> I, maybe we can I, do like, maybe we I can don't do want a live sailboat. show on the boat. Big T. I would that? love to do a live show from the boat. Um, so boat, boat salesman, 
if you're out there, boat dealers, let's let's be partners. Let's get into a domestic partnership together in which we do business. This is the day our program jumped the shark. No, this is the day our program got good because, baby, <laughs> listen to me. If we get a boat sponsor out of this, you're going to be thanking me. Well, I am going to be okay. thanking you, baby. But let me just tell you one thing. There's no I mean, the, <laughs> fact, the fact that we have devolved. Into There's no way in H we're getting boat a boat sponsor. <laughs> so just to I recap mean, from the past few weeks, I want a shoe deal. I want a boat sponsor. Dude, you were talking like I think what our listeners need to know is that they are listening <laughs> to three dudes that are so. Over I mean, this. Dude, we, we are. Yeah. We are we are so Zoom fatigued right now. We don't even know what we don't even know what we're talking about right Baby, now. Maybe where's the first place you're going to travel when this thing lifts? Because I know you're 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 going to be on an airplane day one. Where are you going, dude? Where where's the first? Who's the first conf that's going to be cavalier enough to be like, you know what, we're doing it? Oh man, I I don't even care about that. I'm going. You'll be there. I'm going to Naples, Florida, obviously, boy. So that's not even a question. Sojourn Sojourn's going to be like. Because there's a bunch of finger-wagging hipsters in Sojourn, so I'm guessing they're not going to be getting together. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I mean... The I, usual, I think, like, steak and uh, decadence kind of thing that you, yeah, you're Yeah, we'll do, like, to. a... Because uh, we had to cancel, like, a retreat, so we'll probably do that, and then we'll do the conf in, uh, you know, in, in October. Dude, is, so, is Soj taking a hit financially? Because usually uh, you guys live, like... Uh, I don't know oil barons down there at, at Sojourn. Like, like what's the what's what's the, what do the financials look like? No, not so far. Everything's everything's pretty square right now. So, no, so. I'm sure. Yeah, dude, there's limitless cash. Um, I don't I don't know who's bankrolling you guys, but we need to become partners with that person. Well, I mean, we could you know let's get Sojourn on as a sponsor. You know, I mean, yes, yeah, will yeah. we'll be, it'll be when, when the boat sponsor doesn't pan. You know, buckets we'll just... of cashish at that point. You know what's uh, weird, man? Okay, going back to your original question there, Big T. You, yeah. you know, you know the guy. You know, okay, the persona, the Zoom, yeah. the Zoom persona um, that kind of drives me a little, a little batty. I think is because um, I've been doing all these different kinds of calls, like you guys, right? Like some of these calls you get on, they're small calls with like small groups, and then you get on these calls with the like with the big groups and. So it's kind of all over the place, right? Like the kind of personalities that yeah. you get you get on these things. But I but I think the one I think the one that's been driving me the most the most batty is the the like it's the Zoom guy that's not tired of Zoom calling yet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's the it's the guy that just like has, you know, cuz to me part of like Zoom etiquette is not going on too long. It's keeping things kind of brief. Yeah, and, and these dudes that are just like they—they they just seem like they're still enjoying it, mm. and they just kind of—they're just—it's like, oh man, this is fantastic. I'm so like when they say things like, "I'm so happy to be here with all of you, all of you guys," like they mean it. Right? Wow, yeah, yeah, that's that's problematic right there. I, I agree. That's friggin' enneagram sevens. <laughs> yeah, dude, the se- are are the sevens still enthusiastic about this? Uh, they're, well, I mean, they're just they're enthusiastic dying for yeah they're dying for anything to be enthusiastic about so seeing a bunch of faces in in small squares on their <laughs> screen is like yeah boy it's like cocaine you know what the other really bad one for me is okay and i'll wrap it with this for me um is yeah. it's the okay so it's almost the opposite of those dudes it's the dudes that have been on zoom like like us man like they're mm-hmm. what seems like they're like their entire life and they they get that they get that really like sort of angry face where they they're just because yeah. well, maybe they are you yeah. know what I mean but like they forget that we can all see them and they have well, like dude, this perpetual like frowny horrible like 
And it's I want like, to lean into that for a minute, man, because I feel like everybody in your tribe, kind of by default, so they've all got the shaved head and they've all got the huge beard. They look kind of scary anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're all like n- total non-tough guys who are kind of trying to look like tough guys in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's called, like what, it's what's... Reform theology. It's called reform theology. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like those guys look angry just by default if they're not smiling, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I can't, I can't disagree. Now, baby, I got one more question for you on this. What's your Zoom persona? Well, dude, so what to, I, like nail it down. Yeah, no, for sure. So whatever, this might be like, you know, this will be a caricature, but whatever. Um, sure, sure. So what I try, whoever is talking, I always, I try to nod my head so that like there's some acknowledgement uh-huh. that I'm like picking up on what they're saying. Yeah. So I yeah, just yeah. try to do that. That doesn't make me a hero. But like I'm trying to like kind of engage. Like I hear you, man. Hero. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <clears throat> that, hey, you know what? I don't want to say that I'm a hero, but you know. <laughs> but it's a heroic response, is what I'm trying to say. Everybody. It really is, dude. You're. It's really you're, brave of you. It's so courageous. It's so brave. I think you're it kind is of brave. on the front lines of this thing. You know. You know I'm feeling like super brave, and I think what I'm doing <laughs> when I'm on Zoom is. Actually, really courageous. It's our favorite voice. Part. Yeah, it's vulnerability voices. Boy, back. Ronnie, you, uh, your bravery was created for such a time as this. To use a phrase that none of us have heard in the last six weeks. <laughs> bravery? No, I, I no yeah, for I such a time as this. <clears throat> Baby, when yeah. you're when you're leaving the house in the morning, is Trogues out there like clapping for you, kind for, of thing? For, dude, okay, so this is funny, you guys. Trogues, yeah. oh man. So Trogies is Trogues is a little, how shall we say, pessimistic Come about life. A little pessimistic. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like I don't think he thinks of himself like that. But I've gotten a couple of doozy texts from from Trogues where I'm like, dude, do I like? Do we need to talk? Like, is everything cool? You know what I wow. mean? So, so yeah. lean, lean into that for a minute if you can. I know you can't be specific, uh, specific but like, yeah, like what's Trogies? Um, sort of pandemic persona looking like Tro- <laughs> Trogues is just Shoot. Trogues is just like okay this is how I characterize Trogues guys yeah. he's he's what I would call the realist okay. so he'll, he'll just ask me a question which is more of a statement and it's usually just keeping it way too real to where I'm like Trogues is this if you're trying to make me feel better it, like the opposite thing just happened kind of dude like thing. what give me an example I want to well I wanna it's know. like so it, I, okay, this is going to be not at all what he said, but here's just an example of kind of the, the way, like he'll say something like, so did you see that news clip this morning that says this is at least going to last like through 2022? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'll be like, I I'll be it. like, Chokes, I, I, I don't know how to, I don't have a comeback for this, Chokes. I mean, I, yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, I saw it. I'm bummed. Yeah, you know? I don't know. So I yeah. will be yeah. live streaming for two more years. Like, all right, I don't know. You know, I, yeah. So yeah, oh, that's kind of, that's kind of, that's a Trogsism. That's a Trogs. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. It feels Trogsian for sure. Trogsian. There it is. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Piper, any, any thoughts, like least favorite zoom, zoom guy for you? Um, well, I mean, there's, there's like the, there's all the technical difficulty guys. Like I, they don't mute their mic and their child oh, screaming dude. in the background or like they just get up in the middle because the FedEx guy is at the door, but they don't mute their mic <laughs> or turn their camera off. So you kind of like that whole thing that's not a persona as much as it is like oh hello you know okay boomer kind of situation um i think the guy who the guy who ignores agendas is the guy 
who uh, irritates me because at this point, none of us want to be on Zoom for seven seconds longer than we need to be. So if we have a meeting scheduled to talk about a project and the guy at the end goes, hey, I just have one one quick question. It's, it's kind of related to this. I'm like, you're lucky we're not in the same room because I would throttle you. I would just yeah. choke the life right out of you right now. It's Dude, it was like violent that. now, man. We're just violent on the, yeah. on the program now. Just it was like that thoughts. kid in college that would like ask the question one minute before class was letting out. Oh, and dude. then the prof would bloviate for another 10 minutes. Big T, do you not allow that to happen in your class? Like, Well, dude, I kid- never go over. I never, ever go over because I know the like the hatred that I feel in my body whenever anybody takes a meeting or a, a talk or whatever too long. So. Yeah, but what, if a kid, but what if a kid does that? If he asks the question like 30 seconds before you end, how do you respond to that? What do you do? Dude, I just tell him to hang back, man. And I let everybody go. I dismiss the room. Okay. And then, uh, and then I'm happy to vamp with people after class for sure. That's why you're everybody's favorite teacher. That's why. Oh, yeah. baby. That's why know. he's good at recruiting. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is uh, – um, I, I, I liked yeah. – this wasn't on our show list, but it was fun. So if, if Osteen is is a yachtsman Zoom guy, yeah. what is Mark Driscoll? Oh, dude. Ooh. Mark Driscoll is like the guy that this has – This is fictional like the... Drisky business. So here we go. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Might be, this might be real Drisky, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like I'm, – I'm saying Drisky is the dude with like the massive trailer that has like all of the bikes and the, and the, like the ATVs. And he's yeah. the guy taking those massive trips out to like Pismo Beach, which is this area where all these guys like camp for like 10 days and just yeah. like ride dune buggies and bikes and like, yeah. you know, it's just kind of like, yeah, you know, that whole thing. Like, yeah, yeah dude, he's, he's, bomb. he's bombing around the dunes on a quad, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or on Zoom, Piper, on a, on a more like Zoom level, <laughs> he's the guy who's getting his face too close to the camera. You know what I mean? Like, there's no room between, like, the border of the screen and his face. I just think he's right up there on the camera. Don't you think? I think, I think that's totally accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dude, he, and he's intense. Yeah, he's, he's, he's on up. Zoom like a buck walks up to a trail cam or something, where it's just like, you just see, like, nose. <laughs> Dude, that's the funniest thing, but you're right. Yeah, like a buck in a trail cam. And he would take that as a compliment, is the funny thing about Drisky, I think. But... I don't know. What do you think, Piper? What's what's Drisky Zoom persona? Uh, oh, sorry. You know you said Zoom persona, Pipe. Sorry. No, that's all right. I mean, you started talking about bombing around on dunes, and I was like, I mean, I I guess you could do Zoom meetings out there. I could see him trying. I could I, see him trying. I could see him yeah. trying to like live stream a sermon out there too. So yeah, I mean, it yep. fits. Uh, I feel like he's the doesn't let anybody else talk guy. Mm. Oh, okay. You know, like yeah. it just there's a there's a certain amount of uh, you know, if there are if he's going to take up 87% of the words spoken on any Zoom meeting even if he didn't call it. Dude, let's let's keep going on these. Let's do everybody's Zoom personas for <laughs> as far as famous pastors. So, uh just to get like a Mendoza line, Piper, what's what's your dad's Zoom persona? Like for real. Do you know? Uh, n- no. Well, sort of. We did like a family Zoom call on Easter. So all of my what? siblings and all of the kids from all over the country. So th- there was like 30 oh. people on this thing. Um, wow. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, he, he's just, 
he's just sort of quiet and reserved. I feel like if he's in charge of the meeting, he would do great at the presentation part. If it was any sort of give and take aspect, like it's very hard to imagine him on a Zoom meeting that's sort of a let's brainstorm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's hard to imagine him at a table doing that, but it's really hard to imagine on a Zoom meeting. So um, what you're saying, Pipe, is that like for the Magnificent Seven, that would... <laughs> that, <laughs> Baby, is he going to be on? Have we reached out to John not, for that this? That would not be a sweet spot for him. Well, that would I, not be. There's another faulty premise there, which is that it requires watching a movie. And oh, that's, that's right. you know, eh, that's iffy. Pipe, can I, can I lean into that for one minute? Sure. What's a movie... Has your dad ever like liked a movie or championed a movie? And if so, what was it? Oh, yeah. He likes lots of movies. He's just not like a movie guy. You know, gotcha. his his gotcha. problem. So I remember my couple of my brothers and I went to see True Grit with him shortly after it oh, came nice. out. Yeah. Nice. That five yeah. years ago, seven years ago. It feels like forever. Yeah. So I don't know. Eleven years ago. And, uh, you know, so most people walk out of a movie and the immediate response is sort of, did you like it? What did you like about it? Yeah. He starts like dissecting the movie. So we're, oh. we're talking oh, like fascinating. Yeah. In what that, ways? He exegetes movies. He does That's not. Okay. In, he does not like appreciate movies or enjoy unless it's a comedy. Like he thought, "What about Bob?" was you know one of the funniest things uh, he's ever seen. Dude, that's so 40, funny because I love that movie ago. too. Oh, it's so brilliant. Uh, it's yeah. so funny, yeah. and it doesn't it, oh. it it holds up really well too because none of the it humor does. is sort of time stamped. It's just quirky people. Dude, uh, in a way, it's like, funnier now. Yeah. Is, he, is yeah. he like a guy that's like, well, what does this movie tell us about the human condition? And is it like, does he like spiritualize it? Does he try to get like the... Not like the, in the Gospel Coalition, what are the redemptive themes of this nine points about that kind of way? <clears throat> as much as like like pulling apart the characters, like what like yeah. motivations oh, yeah. of characters and the symbolism of this and that. thing is, my dad was a lit major in college. So like... Oh, wow. So... He he can ruin the fun of any book or movie if he yep. so chooses because that's what lit majors do. Uh, Gosh, those guys are the worst. Yeah, and <laughs> were you one? No, I wasn't, but okay. I I spend a lot of time around them now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They just like, it, it's the it's the kind of thing where yeah they can take something that you can enjoy at any different level and they're like, but we're not going to enjoy it. We're going to dissect it. And, well, that's stop. They can they fun. can find a penis an oppressive phallus and everything, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, or a like whatever theme that they're hung up on, beleaguered women, whatever. It right, is. right, right. And yeah, so, pick a theme, yeah. and it's it's there in every story. I think my dad's theme is total depravity. Like he's gonna find yep. the depravity in anything, and had <laughs> the response to depravity. And I'm like, boy, that that's, that's just not fun. Like, not, I love you. Say, yeah. I love you saying that. Like that's news. To yeah, us. I know. Shocker, right? <laughs> He might even Dude, use the seriously phrase, phenomenal though. He might even use the phrase blood earnest about everything. I don't know. Oh, um man. yeah, there's it's a it's a it's a thing. He's gotten better at just enjoying things though. Like he's he's a super intense person about stuff, but he's gotten better at just sort of like my mom is a very good influence. She will get him to watch like PBS um <clears throat> like British crime shows, yeah. um like Broadchurch or whatever, which is a great show <laughs> yeah. by the way. I think they want because my mom loves Agatha Christie mysteries and all that stuff, P.D. James. And so mm-hmm. she's been a good influence on getting him to to kind of just enjoy nice. <clears throat> or at least let her enjoy. Pipe, does your dad like sports movies at all? Uh, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a sports movie with him outside of like Mighty Ducks. And I think he was mm-hmm. offended at Mighty Ducks because there was too many like poop jokes in it, at least when I was a kid. 
Um, Fantastic. <clears throat> I don't know that I've ever seen a sports movie with him. Although I, I think he, the last one I remember talking to him about was, is it Miracle, the hockey one? Yeah. yeah I yeah. think he really liked that, partly because there's a lot of Minnesotans in it. And partly yep. because, you know, it's just, uh-huh. he, it was such a momentous movie. And he, he does get revved up by great sports movement, uh, like moments. He, yeah. he's a, he's a very intense watcher of sports, much more so than I am. So it's, it's kind of so funny. On the Minnesota tip, how did your dad feel about like secular Minnesotans? Like, did he get into the Garrison Keeler thing at all back when that was a thing or not so much? Uh, he appreciated Garrison Keeler's like creativity and storytelling. So he, he yeah. thought he was super creative creative uh was always sort of through in the like don't love his depiction of church or whatever uh-huh. you know because it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. just super nom- nominal lutheranism <laughs> that they made fun yeah. of nonstop. but uh mm-hmm. yeah but he he appreciated it he but he was just never a consumer of fun you know yeah. like i am like i i like fun things that make me laugh Life, what or... a thing to say about a guy <laughs> but it's i feel true. like all i am is a consumer of fun <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like my aim in life is to find yeah. the fun to consume that's why we exactly. do this podcast exactly and why he doesn't listen probably except when he comes to a live show piper do you have any sense that your dad listens to programs that we do that aren't live shows that he's bought a ticket to i think he might sneaky listen sometimes because uh, i okay. i think he has i think he has like a guilty pleasure side to him where nice. he wants to like laugh quietly with his office door closed where nobody can see him and be aware that he's he's <laughs> listening to us poke fun at people who he knows personally. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I could see where that would be like some nice traction for him. Um that would be a, a, a little wheelhouse. Now let's go let's go back into famous dudes in our tribe and their Zoom personas. Somebody throw another one out. I'm I'm having yeah. trouble thinking. Um, let's see. I was gonna yeah, say Carl. Tim. I was gonna say Tim Keller, and then I realized he never changes his persona for anything. Like he yes. is, uh-huh. he is about He's as wrong. even as it gets. Yeah, dude. He does a- Dak go a little more cash? Does Does he like get out of the three piece and maybe just rock like a cardigan? Or um, I don't know. I've, I've never been to Zoom. Zach strikes me as the dude that gets on, and you would expect him to say something. But he probably just has those real kind of buggy eyes and like just kind of sits back and never says a word. That's what I would expect from Dak. Yeah, I could see that, dude. I could I could totally see that. Dude, you know what surprised me the other night, man, when we taped uh, Magnif, the one that the world will never see? Um, at Jared C. was pretty cash, man. He had like a dad hat and a T-shirt. I don't know what I was expecting, but. Um, no, Jared C. is like he's he's kind of. Uh, he's, he's pretty he cashed was- up. Yeah, he would be like, you know, he he flaunts his casualness. Like he's kind mm-hmm. of like the I'm not going to wear like the khakis and the, like we talked about last week with the blue blazer. Like he's like super anti that. You know what yeah. resonated with people about our last app was that whole fashion discussion, man. I've been getting like a few texts about it. Really? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. People like the khakis it. and the blue blazer. That, that well, part? just the just the whole like persona, like why people dress the way they why dress. Do people dress you know like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. That was good radio content. <laughs> By us. I feel like well, I could talk about that forever because I feel like what that did was answer no questions about it that I still have, which is why does somebody feel the need to put that outfit on? Oh, I feel like it answered a ton of questions. You, okay. you, you felt like it didn't give you any more clarity as to why people dress the way they dress. No, because there's something intrinsic to, to like the there's there's something psychological about I just how do we know? I mean, how, well, how, let me let me let me personalize it. Why do you dress the way you dress? 
No, no. <laughs> I like that. No, 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 no. Easy, pal. Easy. Easy. Whoa. Um, no, I, what I was going to say was, though, I think the one thing that made sense to me was your theory, which was okay. we just dress according to who we wish we were that we never attained to. We dress thought, to the fantasy. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was brilliant, man. I thought that was really, really insightful. Yeah. Dude, thanks, man. Thanks a lot. But that, ex- still... that explains why I dress like the coolest kid in sixth grade. <laughs> there you go. I love Dude, how you. Kinda... St- I love how you're still brave enough, Piper, to say like, no, I, I, I would be the coolest kid in sixth grade right now. Dude, can but that's I ask like you guys... cut off this. Can I ask you guys a bit of a tangential fashion question yeah, right now? While we're on it? Absolutely. When was the last time either of you wore a leather jacket? And my Dude. my reason. Yeah, my reason for asking is I was watching a movie and I can't for the life of me remember what it was, but the guy in it was wearing kind of a sweet leather jacket and it had to be 20 years since I've had a leather jacket on. But I was like, I don't know, babe, I could I could see it. I might pull the trigger on a leather jacket. And she's like, you're out of your mind. When was the last time you wore one? Either of you. Dude, I have. So I have this really um, it's it's kind of it, it is leather. What it is, it's a members only jacket, but leather. Of course, oh, it is. Sick, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> of course. <laughs> what does that mean? Of course, it is. So, I agree so with I, the pipe, I, even though I don't know what he means. So no, I dude. Agree. But I like I got it. Like my wife got it for me like ten years ago, like a long time ago, right? Yeah. yeah. And because I was like, I was like leather jackets. Like it, I just feel like leather jackets now just make everybody look like Tom Cruise did ten years ago, which is not a look I I, I would ever want to like recreate. And you so know, Tom Cruise like, twenty years ago. Yeah, so I just, that like that whole look, which I just yeah. despise. Right. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I was thinking like, but I do like leather jackets, you know, and I'm not talking about the biker ones that we wore back in the 80s that like, yeah, yeah. you know, all the hipster goth kids were wearing and all that stuff. But like, but I was thinking like, is there one that I could find that's acceptable right now? And then I found this leather members only jacket. I'm like, dude, that's the one. And so my wife got it for me and I've worn it twice. I wore it when she got it for me and I literally... I wore that thing like three months ago again, and that was it. Three months you know, ago, what, I wore the what kind of feedback did you get on it? Did you get Did you get some comments? I did. Yeah, it was like, dude, where? Like, what? It like, where'd you get that? How'd you find that? I'm like, oh, I've had it a decade. You know that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 that whole thing. But um, but I still. <laughs> so here's the thing. <laughs> I just still felt like kind of a jerk in it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, I still I felt think leather jackets safe. make you like 15 percent more of a jerk. Yeah, I'd, minimum. I don't know. Yeah, minimum. I, I mean, Maybe 20. I don't know. So it's a kind of leather jacket that I think you can wear and get away with. That one's the closest one for me personally that I found. But like, I just, it, they they make you feel like you're trying like real hard. Dude, you know, you know who I bet has a leather jacket? Al Muller. I bet he's got one and he doesn't wear it out very often. And his wife's like, honey, I like you in that leather jacket. You but know, it's I'd, like I'd, one I'd of like those long it. ones that goes down to your knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a like Matrix Al one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I bet Al puts it on just when he likes to feel a little dangerous. I bet Al puts it on <laughs> right when he's just like, man, I'm going to go in for my Keanu look tonight, man. Yeah, going for my Keanu kind of 2002 Matrix See, but there's – there that the middle-aged, dumpy, white dude, no offense, Al, uh, leather jacket look is very different than the, like, Tom Cruise 1993 look. Totally. 100. There's, yeah. there's a whole bunch – like, again, people are dressing – like the thing they aspire to but never achieved. Those are the guys who yeah. were not cool in 1993 but still wish they were cool in 1993. So you see, like a bunch of 50 and 60 year old guys wear leather jackets, and you're like, either you flew planes in Vietnam, 
or you were not cool in 1993. And dude, and so, I mean, just to be, just to be clear to like, so for anyone under 25 and is, but you know, and is like semi hipster, like all like leather jackets are like super like cool again. You know what I mean? Like all kinds of weirdo leather jacket, like every, like my daughter has like 28 different like leather and faux leather jacket. You know I mean? That's all. Yeah. 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 But when you're like 71 years old, like I am, like it just, <laughs> you know, it just starts looking a little like, oh, dude, I like, are you okay, Ronnie? Or like, are, yeah, is yeah, yeah. Okay? are little, is that a little a midlife crisis? Is that a chain under that, on, <laughs> that chain. White shirt? You know, it's <laughs> like, you know, I'm just, I start getting afraid about those things. You know? Dude, by the way, Pipe, I, I've got a question about chains. And then I got a question about Tom Cruise that I want to go back to. But, but Piper, you watched uh, the Michael Jordan documentary, I'm sure. I did. And oh, I'm sure Ronald didn't course. watch it. Um, I'm the only person in America that didn't watch it. And uh, Yeah, dude, you were you were hating Twitter that night. You were like, oh, you, it was brutal. You were trying to put your Yoda tweet out there. I'm and everybody still else was, angry about it. Oh, I know. I'm so angry about it. You're like, who's this Jordan guy? I've got Yoda things to say. I okay. know who Jordan is, man. But it's like, oh, you guys. Purveyor man, of, just, of fine shoes. That's right. Just Michael gives Jordan. an original thought. No, he's not with on. Adidas, so I don't care. Yeah, he's um, not, so I don't care. Exactly. Dude, my question to you, Pipe, is like the the sort of circa 2003 chain that he was wearing during the interviews. I don't know. It took me aback. Did you did did that like hit your your radar at all? Uh no, because it just like he has looked exactly the same since he stopped playing in the NBA. Now he looked he looked a little more like bloodshot in the eyes for the interview part, yeah. but um, dude, that glass of scotch was kind of going up and down depending on like where where they were in the interview too, yeah. which was kind of <laughs> how many yeah. how many refills was that is the question. Oh my uh, goodness, yeah, yeah. He no, it didn't because he he wore he has worn the same sort of like dress T shirt, the sort of like yep. mock collar T shirt, yep. uh, slacks chain. Since, yeah, since he retired and it's, yeah, it's just sort of the, like, I'm wealthy enough that I don't need to try. He's never, it's funny for a guy who, whose name and image is on the brand of, you know, the best selling clothing line in the world or whatever. He's yeah. not, he's never been a fashion guy. Like he's always looked goofy. It's clothing yeah, you're wise. right. Dude, now there's a yachtsman watch. though. I'm gonna there's watch. a wharf guy. You need to watch it, Ron. Seriously. Like all kidding aside, knowing knowing you like i do and knowing that you love sports media like movies it's extremely well done the narrative is really captivating what is it the jordan doc is that all it is well dude it's a jordan doc but it's sort of centered on like one season where the bulls gave the nba like unprecedented access so it's a bunch of footage that nobody's ever seen before um and it's really good storytelling like kk doesn't give a crap about nba basketball and like she was riveted. She watched both episodes back to back with me the night that it is dropped. Is it an ongoing thing or is it just two apps and Yeah, hour? it's like a ten episode deal, man. It's it's every Sunday night now on ESPN. So free free uh, shout out to uh to ESPN. Yeah, they, need, they need our help, those poor poor struggling ESPNers. Yeah, dude. The, let's let's be partners with them too, you know, while while we're at it. Let's partner with everybody. <laughs> on the boat, we can partner with the ESPN. Can, yeah, let's guys. do that deal on the boat, man, for sure. We can sign the papers. But uh but no, man, my cruise-related question was, best Tom Cruise look ever. So as you think back on the pantheon of cruise movies, when was Apex Mountain for him, like, looks-wise? Best cruise look. Okay, so I think, this is just me, this is all going to be personal. I just think, yeah. um, I I liked, I liked, I like cruise when he's not trying to look like anything. And so I would say, the one that I was, the one that struck me, okay? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. where I just thought, oh, dude, so this is Cruz finally looking super kind of cash was okay. um, was Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. OK. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know the difference between the Mission Impossible movies? Because I think that's, that's a the, good question. Because I think that because my wife loves those movies and Ethan I don't. Hunt Part Eleven. Yeah, no, they're all the same <laughs> movie. It's like you know, it's like superheroes. But dude, I'm saying like, um, there was something about that movie where he was just wearing like a raggy T-shirt and like uh-huh. you, there was like nothing about the way he dressed in it that was, was that like the one where he out. looked old and his face looked like it was finally starting to bulbous. sag a little bit. Yeah, bulbous probably face. yeah, because it was like six or seven years ago. So yeah. he's. He was probably like 50, 52 at the time or something. And so, Still yeah, like he's starting to get a little bit buildings. older. Yeah. yeah. And he's hanging off the – right. That's the one where he's like hang- – it was the that's one that the one like, in Dubai. in Dubai. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That one was and, – And I just thought – I just thought, all right. Like they got him kind of looking like a normal, like everyday guy – like a yachtsman, like an everyday yachtsman like us. Just a normal know? yachtsman like me. A wharf Correct. guy. Yeah. yeah. Wharf guy. Right. I love it, dude. So I don't know why that stuck out to me, but it kind of did. And his hair was like a little bit longer – but it wasn't all done up. Like you have any product in it, you know all that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. My favorite, favorite cruise look. Uh, well, <clears throat> there's two. Uh, one is um, the very obvious answer, which is playing volleyball shirtless in jeans. Please don't. Oh, <laughs> that was for you. Oh Ronnie. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm literally just gonna hang up. That was just around life in California. No, uh, you this, know, a lot this, of jeans. Gene that volleyball. movie is everything that's wrong in this world, man. I this mean, second, no, that's a that's a terrible movie. Oh, it's it truly oh, is. Oh, everything yeah. about it is terrible. Uh, Unbelievable. Except except for um, what is his commanding officer's name? The actor. Um, oh, Tom Skerritt is the yeah. actor. What's his name? Tom Skerritt's mustache is not terrible. Oh yeah, um, dude. So no, my favorite look is the softball playing look in A Few Good Men. Isn't that yeah. okay? Yeah. Wow. That's Man, that's fair. good. I, I, that's Dude, fair. mine is uh, when he was a high school running back in all the right moves. I feel like Cruz was a he was a great young guy, like young guy Cruz. He looked good in anything you put him in, like a football uniform, a leather jacket. He was a great looking young guy. <clears throat> I, but, feel like uh, Cruz is, I feel like his best attempt at looking, he still looked very Cruz, but almost kind of like not just a caricature of himself was, uh, which I guess was a caricature of himself was I'm thinking Minority Report. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was good in that. Dude, remember the one he did with Jamie Foxx where he had, like, fake gray hair and Collateral. he was a bad guy? That was a good movie. Yeah. He, he didn't look great in it, but that no, was No, he looked like a guy who had, like, put on a gray wig. Yeah, his, yeah. And yeah, if he, he did that movie like, now, it would look proper. Like, that would look, that would look like it went together. The, so the, the, other, the other one, also from A Few Good Men, is, you know, when he's in the apartment and they're trying to, like, put the case together and he's walking around with the baseball yes. bat. Uh, yes, I that that's kind of a, a perfect like too cool for the responsibility he has look, but but also realistic. Like you're like, yeah, people are fidgety like that. They they do the bat thing and his whole his whole sort of persona. And that is, is pretty great. You know, it's weird pipe that you say that because that you could argue that it was like the least acty he's ever been in any movie. I felt like. I felt like that. I felt like that movie like showed like true like character with with Cruz, because mm-hmm. in a lot of these other movies, even though I like some of these other Cruz movies like Jerry Maguire and stuff, I mean it feels very much like Jerry Maguire feels like very much like Cruz lowering himself to play an everyman. 
who's like down on his luck, even though I love it, you know? Oh, dude, I disagree. Um, I think that was one of the greatest cruise roles of all time. I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah, and I do too. I love it, but it, but it, it feel, he feels acty in it. Whereas I feel yeah. like human men, you know, like you said, like that scene with the baseball bat and he's like trying to think his way through like an angle to get on Jack Nicholson. I feel like he's kind of slobby in it. And I feel do like, you, no, that, do you think that, that's because, that's do you think that's because Nicholson was in it and he's so much like, he's such a force of an actor on screen that Cruz had to sort of be the, the normal guy in comparison. Cruz was kind of he was a he was actually an underdog in Few Good Men if you yeah. think about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean even just act. I mean nobody's big. I mean Cruz is not bigger than Jack Nicholson in terms of like you know the pantheon of actor. He's just not. Right. You know what I mean? So even in that, it's like Cruz. Cruz was actually acting with another actor that was above him. So mm-hmm. I don't know. We're getting psychological now, but I'm just saying. Dude, we are. We are. But, but no. Big T, don't misread me. I love. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I just watched Jerry recently. I mean, I love dude, it. I love Jerry too. We we also just watched it recently, and it totally it's on up. Netflix or something. It just popped up on Netflix. Great, probably. great movie, man! Amazing movie. Why did Cruz never do a baseball movie? That's a that's strange to me. He's old enough now, man. He's old enough to play the guy, the sixty-one-year-old guy down on his luck that used to have the career. I mean, he's definitely dude. He could, there. yeah, he could absolutely play that guy. I, I mean, it's all have. it's all the movies that Kevin Costner has tried to make, I, like you. Know, I have a I have an idea of why he never did one. Uh-huh. Watch his swing in the softball scene in a few good men and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> that's why he never oh, yeah. got cast that's in why. a baseball movie." Yeah. He he swings this thing like he's trying to shoo a fly out of his living room. Like it's it's not it's not great. But Maybe, I mean, dude, did of- he he never did a sport. I mean, forget Jerry Maguire, but did he ever do a sport? Yeah, league? dude, all the right moves. He was a high school running back. He looked awesome. He played for Ampi Pie in Pennsylvania. And volleyball. But I mean, as an adult actor, he never revisited it, did he? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Weird. Wasn't I mean, he's he does athletic things in every movie. He's just it's just yeah. almost always like extreme sports or sprinting or you know, something mm-hmm. acrobatic, but not yeah, not a lot of like team sportsy kinds of things. It's funny because all Cruz does now are big like he just wants to make movies that are gonna like just go bonkers at the box office now. I mean Dude, That's I wonder how the- fast Cruz actually is. Like, if you put him on the clock for a 40, do you think he breaks five flat at this point, Piper? He's like 72 years old. Of course he doesn't. Yeah, you're right. Now. He's not He's not breaking five flat. In, no, like, Ethan right. Hunt parts one through eight, he would have broken, like, four eight. But yeah, he not, would have been, a, like, a four six guy, four six five guy in his prime. I think. Yeah. Here's my question, man. Does Cruz yeah. ever, I'm being serious right now. Does yeah, yeah. Cruz ever graduate to playing older guy? Well, he's got to accept it first, and he hasn't accepted it yet. So yeah. as of yeah, now, the answer is Plastic surgery no. is everybody's friend, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, he hasn't accepted it. But when he does it, dude, he'll get an Oscar nomination. Well, that's like, what I mean. Like, I can't wait to see him play like some beaten down dude because literally that's who he is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, his wacky religion hasn't worked out. Like, yeah, there's there's a real sadness to him, honestly, that if he could – if he could – kind of finger that and, and put a fine point on it in a role, it would be phenomenal. Like I want Clint Eastwood to direct TC. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I do. Oh, that seems like a match made in hell. Well, you know what I'm saying? I'd like <laughs> to see it happen. I I, no, it. I, I get what you're, I get what you're saying on the, on the grizzled old guy tip. I want, yeah, Mel, like, I want yeah. Mel Gibson to direct him because well, that's I, so I'm much crazy in one movie. It would be awesome. 
Yeah, yeah I'm not opposed awesome. to that at all, man. It, it, Catholicism means Scientology, man. That'd be amazing. That'd yeah, be amazing. great. Guys, this pod has been so long. It's... Dude, I, I want to say one Kevin Costner thing real quick. I just watched The Bodyguard again. Oh, Have you seen that, Ronald? What, with, with Tina Turner? Wait, who? No, 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 with, uh, with Whitney Houston. Whitney, same thing, yeah. No, yeah, I guess. Didn't they remake it, that? You're no, talking about- I'm talking about the, yeah, the original. Yeah, I know, I saw it, of course. Yeah, yeah it's kind of garbage, but it's kind of great. Isn't that the if one where she sings an I, 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 I will always love you? Is that the- Yeah, the soundtrack is incredible. Yeah. Soundtrack. <laughs> Dude, you're laughing. Where are you at on Whitney? Are you a Whitney guy? Is it is uh, it cool in your circles is, to is like there Whitney? Such a or thing no? as a Whitney guy? <laughs> I think I'm a Whitney guy. Oh, Have dude. You... Well, then I don't know. I stand corrected. I don't know. Um, yeah, Wait, I'm not do, a in, like Whitney. I like mean, in your circles, thing. do you have to be disdainful of like the Bodyguard soundtrack? No, I mean that's just not even a thing. I don't even know what that soundtrack is. It's just not even a factor. <laughs> I want you to listen to it. I want you to listen to the whole thing. Piper, have you? Dude, I literally, with... I've never listened to a hip hop record. Why would I listen to the five? It's it's, dude, it's just Whitney Houston singing. It's, it's not even hip hop. It's akin. It's akin. Oh, this guy, this you freaking are the guy. Whitest, like of all of the white guys on this podcast, you are the the most Caucasian. Wow, that is phenom- That is a phenomenal statement for it, you to make. It really is. You Suss just you out. just said Whitney Houston music is akin to a hip hop album. I mean, a Minnesota bred and born dude telling me that I'm the whitest. Telling the dude with partial Portuguese heritage that he is the whitest. Yes. Yeah, that's that's all. I actually respect wow. that, dude. That is really funny. That yeah, that's the that's the best thing anybody said to me in a long. In fact, we got to get somebody to make a T-shirt, a rant T-shirt with that on the back because that is awesome, man. I Piper, listen to me. I just had an idea. <laughs> Instead of doing the Magnificent Seven about some thinky, esoteric, BS, nonsense movie, <laughs> the Magnificent Seven should be just Ronald listening to like seven tracks off of the Bodyguard soundtrack and responding. I would watch that. Oh, dude. What what funny – what like movie should we do for the Mag Seven, guys? I don't know, dude. Maybe like What About Bob? I don't know. Like – we mentioned like 14 movies on this episode that are all good and watchable. We should just pick one of those. Like pick an old movie is what you're saying. A sure. Few, a few Good Men would be amazing. True Grit would be Dude. amazing. What about Bob? Jerry would Maguire amazing. would be amazing. Jerry Maguire well, A Few Good Men would be amazing because nobody would have to watch it again because we've all seen it like 206 I have times. never seen Jerry Maguire. Whoa, dude. Let's make Jerry Maguire the Magnif movie. Wow, really? It's I a think. classic, dude. And it's it's all about like, I don't know. kids movies. Right? I mean, you're not like an anti-sports movies guy, right? Me? Yeah. No, I, I like sports movies as long as they don't suck. Yeah. Dude, to me, yeah. Jerry Maguire, it's all about like the second act. You know what I mean? And that's that's where everybody, oh, everybody yeah, who's sure. on The Magnificent Seven is like looking for that. You know what I mean? Because we're all middle-aged and kind of washed up. <laughs> and um, I, I think it would be apropos. Will you say that? Will you... Will you... Can you identify everybody as that when I intro yes. you for Mag 2? Just they like, all so know it. I'm here... <laughs> with all these middle-aged women and men who are washed up, obviously. Dude, they all know it at a deep level. That's why they're saying yes to this. If they if they weren't washed up, they wouldn't say yes to this. Except Pipe <laughs> is barely middle-aged. I mean, he's even consi- you're not even considered middle-aged yet, are you? No, but he's middle-aged in spirit. You know yeah, what no, I mean? that's, a, that's 100% true. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I'm not even hesitating an agreement on that one for a second. Dude, okay, so Jerry Maguire on Magnificent Seven, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be amazing. Is That's... that the right choice? Yes. Me? Yeah, it is. Is there I like a so. more current sports movie that we could watch? Um what's the most current sports movie that like people watched? Dude, we could honestly do this Jordan doc. Oh, um what about if the you Jordan would watch doc? it. Yeah, dude, let's do the Jordan doc. Dude, I mean I'll it's current. It. I'm just an Enneagram four. I just have to watch it after nobody's talking about it anymore. That's all. So. Yeah, right. Watch it on like a Wednesday. Um, <laughs> dude, it's fresh. It's current. Uh, there's a lot of like Jesus juke potential. Like, um, you know, Jared yeah. T can, can break down how like he had all the, all the riches and sex and money that society oh, can Jared provide. C, but he's still, yeah. Jared C will, I mean, he will just, Oh, go he'll go bananas on that. Yeah. Hey, by the way, do you have any more, uh, correspond with, uh, Jeremy C <laughs> just emailing like, like there's no tomorrow, you know, oh, dude, so you guys are just, I mean, you, you guys writing a book together yet? Like, what's oh, that? yeah, absolutely. No, you already we got, got something in the pipeline or something. In the dude, no, no, nothing more with Jeremy. Oh, okay. All right. Nice, gotcha. nice guy though. Good kid. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. Yeah, good great. Kid. Guy. Phenomenal guy. Stand up guy. Hmm. Well, boys, we've done what we always do. on this. <laughs> <laughs> in the, we've gone an hour, an hour of amazing quarantine radio we've wandered to and fro dude hold on before you finish yeah um, oh yeah. don't be that no, guy I... no 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 you... no listen. Nah. so here's <laughs> what happens this is what happens to us guys i'm just gonna make a, i'm gonna make a preaching analogy with this so pipe this will be mm. right up your alley what you grew up with Great. so when i show up when i show up to preach a sermon with like one page and some bullet points i yeah. gotta do everything i can to keep that thing like under 50 minutes Okay. But when I have like a four page like manuscript, for some reason, I wrap that thing in like 28 minutes. And everybody's you know I mean? happy. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like us. Like we do, we do our little pre show. We don't have a lot in the tank. And somehow these things end up hitting an hour. Whereas Maybe, when we right. have, yeah, it's the weirdest thing. Whereas when we're all planned out, like when we do that really long show prep that we do, mm, yeah. Like we keep these things right at the sweet 36 minute mark. You yeah, know, dude, you're right. That's a that's a good observation. It's just an obsy. It's a good no, observation, a good except that we never do any show prep, and so I th- it doesn't fit. Pipe the literalist, Big T, right there. Yeah, yeah, but we were especially like devoid of anything today. I, oh, I would say yeah. we were not only devoid of a topic, we were devoid of enthusiasm. But here we are, 58 minutes later, talking about Tom. Still Cruise not enthusiastic. Look at that. Still not enthusiastic. Still uh, wanting to die. You know. Talking but, about boats, talking about TC. I mean, dude, we covered the gamut. Hey, seriously, though, all kidding aside, let's get that boat sponsorship. Let's close <laughs> that thing. Dude, I'm still waiting for Pipe, Big T, to talk uh-huh. about steaks with Chan. Well, Channy steaks, too. I mean, I could, I mean, I could not, see it. Uh, that's the one that's still stuck in my head. That's right probably the one, baby, that when I look at all of our business opportunities, everything on the landscape, that's the most realistic. I, you know, think it's I'm, to- I think it's 100. Realism. I'm going number one, Chan Stakes. This is in terms of realism. Number two, Shoe Deal. Number three, Yachtsman. Um, that's that's probably the order that I see them happening. But I would be happy with all three. Pipe, are we going to get to promo the new Preachers and Sneakers like book when that thing comes out? Who's writing it, baby? You? No, not me. It's, it's the Preachers and Sneakers guy or Oh, that's a real thing. You're not making a ha ha. I there? saw that they got it. The guy like talked oh, about Judas a H Priest. Deal. Yeah, he got a book deal. Who's doing it? What what kind of nonsense? I, I think we're promoing it Christian now. Publishers doing it. Oh, hundred percent, Thomas Nelson. I'm guessing Thomas but... Nelson for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Let's look it up. 
I'm gonna look it up. Gotta be, gotta be T. Nels. Gotta be Tom. Preachers and sneakers book. Let's see what Google tells me. I think he grammed it. I mean, I think he announced it on Insta. Yeah, but I quit following him forever ago because it, you know, it's the same joke over and over again. Who's the yeah. guy? Does anybody know him in real life? He's in yeah, Nashville, he's in Stephen Nashville from what I understand. But it's Stephen Altrogium. Of course, he's in Nashville, dude. Uh, all right, let's see here. One sec, dude. That has Tommy Nels written all over it. Who put out "Girl Wash Your Face"? Is that Thomas Nelson? I that was Zonda. Yeah, Zonda and Thomas Nelson, which is one conglomerate because it's all Harper Collins. One of the same. Yeah. Uh, where did you see the announcement about the book? This was like I don't know, like maybe a month or so ago. I'm probably screwing that okay. up, but I, I he just he just like posted it. He just said, "Hey, it's crazy. We never thought this thing was going to get this far." Just signing my book deal. You know that one of those deals. I don't Kinda see like what Jared C posts like every Wednesday. Yeah, the boilerplate. So excited to sign a contract for book number forty-seven. Yeah. Correct. Dude, so, am I right in thinking that Jared C just dropped like a young adult novel? Yeah, he did. It's coming out like in the fall. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah, Judas no. Priest. No, I don't see it on the Instagram feed, Ugh. but that's that's okay. We'll we'll figure it out. And I I can I wonder if we well, we could see if we could promo that. I'll uh, I'll reach out to him and see if they can make that happen. T, I love that you just sighed at uh, Jared C's YA. I don't give. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, of course I don't care. But I, Wait, we need to get some money from Jared C. Why? Why? Why have his we've never? Not been... We've never pumped a a Jared C book. That's really dude. Amazing. I haven't gotten one dollar from that guy, and I, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't to... blame you. I don't blame you at all. I'm with you. You haven't gotten a dollar either. You've been working him for years now. I mean, Judas. I did like I kind of got a dollar. I spoke at his conference last year, so I, okay. I sort yeah. of did. You got a gift bag and a dollar, but uh, <laughs> right. anyway, let's let's add that to the list. Stakes at Jared C. Shoe deal, wharf deal. Boy, Pipe uh, has a lot of work to do, doesn't he? I'm not uh, saying I'm it's not all doing, just Pipe. I'm not doing anything with this Jared C. <laughs> or boat deal. That's the all. Yeah, I'm, I'm handling boats. Uh, I'm 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 VP of the boat division. Okay, shoe, shoe deal. Uh, I will. I will help facilitate if it comes to that, yeah. but yeah, I'm gonna reside fully in the stakes business and see if we right. can see if we can work that one out. Pipe, I don't even know what I would do if you come on one of these programs and say, "Boys, I have good news. I talked to Chan, and it's on." Like I, I don't even know that's gonna produce some level of. Maybe that's gonna happen. I mean, that's that's definitely. Can you happen. imagine? Pro- I mean, I, I mean, Big T. I just want to hear Pipe promoing. That that steak gig. I just you know want to hear the sizzle of a Chan steak hitting my I grill. I want to hear it sizzling while we hear it sizzling smoke. while we promo. Can you imagine one of our live shows having somebody bring a grill and just literally Dude, bring a grill? We're going to go to Joel Osteen's patio and do it on his like built-in. <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. What if we went to uh, what if we go to what if we could do one of these live at Maddie Chan's like farm or whatever he had, you know, his like cattle ranch or whatever. Dude, do you think Maddie Chan's got an infinity pool in the backyard? Like it, oh. it bleeds right into the ocean kind of thing? I, I bet he does. I mean Texas had an ocean, yeah. No, well, he, he's got a ranch that backs up to the Brazos River. Brazos, oh, that that's my that favorite one, has? dude. Uh do not follow him on Instagram. <laughs> dude, I'm a big fan of the Brazos. What is the Brazos? A river? I thought that was a publishing company. It's a cool. It's a cool river in Texas and a publishing company. Oh, 
Who's whose company is it, dude? Who does uh, Brazos? Baker. That's an imp- yeah. It's an imprint of Baker. It's some. Yeah, it's know. like oh, their was, it's like their pastoral ministry one because Baker is leans more like academic. Oh, I thought it was the, like their bodice ripping ladies fiction. No, oh, it's kind of the thinky. It's <laughs> like what James K. Smith like publishes his books. Oh, okay, I got you. Nice, yeah. nice. Thinky. Well, boys, we've. <laughs> <laughs> we've... <laughs> Your voice went up. Do that again. The inflection way up. Well, yeah. we've, we've done what we always do in this program, boys, and that we've. Wander to and fro throughout these topics. And until next time. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. This is Chris Christensen, and back in 2006, I started a simple project. A project to try and introduce more people to the Bible through Bible study called the Bible Study Podcast. It's a simple name and a simple idea. Each week, every week, we study one chapter of the Bible, talk about what it says, and what that might mean for us today. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for the Bible Study Podcast on your favorite podcast app.